0: Hello and welcome to today's Fast 15, a short segment where we spend a few minutes diving into a single topic of interest. Um, Today, I'm happy to be back with Ali Novak. He is an account manager and digital transformation blogger here at Crossviews, who we're lucky to have on the team. Uh, Welcome, Ali.
1: Hi, Bridget. Nice to be here again.
0: Absolutely. So you just wrote a new blog about speed to decision-making based on a framework created by John Boyd and how it can apply to organizations who are ready to commit to the long, but I think well worth it game of digital transformation. So can you give our audience a bit more background on that?
1: Yeah, sure. So I think... Decision making obviously is is critical to to any um, organisation and, and, and how they run and it's essential to, to make sure that it's as human but also as efficient as possible. Um, so I thought you know why not write a blog about it, look into it a little bit more deeply, and, and I started digging as as I always do, and and I came across um, John Boyd. So um, for those who don't know anything about um, John Boyd, he's he's a military strategist. Um, so he's actually Um, Not particularly well known because all of his leadership work and decision-making work has generally been held in in classrooms and it's not actually been been made public. So a lot of the information that I actually came across was information that other people have written on his behalf. Um, But basically he learned a lot of really interesting things by um, analysing dogfighting in the Korean War um, and how the different fighters were were making their decisions, the frameworks um, that they had to go through to make that decision and and analyze the difference between those that were able to to decide quicker and those that were less effective and, and were therefore obviously um, yeah, yeah well, lost the battle in that sense. Um, so so I think that was that was really interesting and, and a lot of that insight carries over very effectively to to how an organization can can support its decision making and um, off the back of that support its digital transformation initiative.
0: Wow, very cool. And as I was reading through the blog, you mentioned a framework that he had developed called the OODA loop. So what is yeah. that all about?
1: Yeah, so the I like to call it the OODA loop because I don't know, it sounds cool in my head. Um, but yeah, so basically it stands for observe, orientate, um, decide and act. Um, so basically, the the idea is, it's it's a feedback loop. Um, so it's it's an interconnected loop that um, starts with you observe, um, then you orientate yourself around those observations. Um, you decide um, what the best course of action is off that orientation, um, and then you you act, um, and then the you observe the results or the consequences of that action, and reorientate yourself start again so that's how that's how it's an interconnected loop um, and basically you know like i like i've just mentioned it was it was who can get through that loop quickest um, if you if you cycle through it quicker you obviously are constantly getting new information and and that new information is is helping you make um better more more informed um, decisions um, and so that was that was kind of the original model. Um, and then since then, like I said, this is this has kind of been uh, taken by other people and kind of advanced a little bit further as well. And there's now a, a dynamic interactive model as well, um, which I think is is the model that's more applicable to everyday life and, and how business is run. Um, and that's basically that it's not a loop necessarily, because observation is relevant, um, for example, at all stages. So you observe, Then you orientate but you still observe you've not stopped observing at that point Um, so that's why there's a new model and that new model is is more about creating hypotheses so it's um you observe you orientate yourself around that observation you keep observing you you generate some hypotheses which you then test um and then you act based on the the results of that test um So that's why it's a a more interactive uh, model. And I think that's the one that's more relevant for businesses, because if you take digital transformations, it's not necessarily the companies that transform the quickest, that are the most effective, unlike a battle, it's the ones that transform in in the best possible way, um, that are the most effective. Um, And then I I was trying to think of a good example to kind of illustrate that, And I think music is is a great example. So a piece of music is not judged by how quickly you get from the start to the end. It's it's there's a time signature to the music that you need to orientate yourself around. Um, You then need to decide when to act. So that decision is what is the tempo of the music? What when is the beat? Um, And that's why that extension is 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 useful, because it's not just about speed, it's also about tempo. So again, taking it back to the dogfighting example, if you can understand the tempo um, of the the actions of of the person that you're battling against, then you can then you can make sure that you act just before the beat in that sense and then have that advantage over them. Um, And I think that is, again, really, really relevant to digital transformation. So it's not just about acting but acting at the right time um, and i think that's why tempo is is really relevant
0: that's a real well those are two really good examples and um it makes a lot of sense so can you dive in a little bit deeper about how um those two kind of frameworks would apply to something like digital transformation in an organization
1: yeah yeah of course so i mean we we can just break it down bit by bit so i think you know we can take the example and directly apply it so you need to observe what your employees are doing. I think you then need to orientate yourself around what your what your employees are currently doing and hypothesize about how technology can improve um, what they're currently doing and how they're currently operating. And try and test different timings, try different things and and observe what the what the results are, then re- reorientate yourself around um, those results. And then finally decide whether you adopt that specific way of working or decide that you'd, you'd rather stick stick with what you what you were like beforehand. Um, so again, I think that's the distinction between tempo and speed because that that cycle takes time. You, you're not going. It's not about who can who can understand their employees the quickest. It's who can understand their employees the best. And, and that's why I like to think of it as as almost like your employees are like a, a dynamic organism that's that's moving constantly and they have a tempo and it's about understanding the tempo of their movements um, and therefore then orientating yourself around that and making the, the most effective decision off the back of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and um, since we're talking about military strategists, you made me think of um, a Jocko Willink podcast that I once listened to on how do you change your work culture through leadership. Um, And for those who aren't familiar with Jocko Willink, he's a retired Navy SEAL. He's since written several books and um, co-founded a leadership consulting firm. So he speaks a lot about lessons learned in combat combat Mm. and how they can help organizations win. So um, in this particular podcast, he spoke about the importance of leading by example and not just aggressively forcing a plan or new idea on your team. And I think what he was getting at is like, you really need to understand your employees ability to adapt to change, knowing full well that they're going to be inclined to resist, and then figure out how to reframe change in a way that excites them. So it sounds like one way to do this is with like the feedback loop that you discussed, because you can quickly assess the situation and then act accordingly based on that tempo that you're sensing with your employees instead of trying to enforce a plan that's bringing up doubts with those among you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then um, one other thing he mentions is that winning is an ongoing campaign. It's not just a yeah. one thing. Um, yeah. You know, like World War One and World War Two were not one battle. There were multiple battles. Sometimes <laughs> you lose, sometimes you win. So you need persistence, patience, persuasiveness to continue on that path to success. And I think that's So very true, too, when you're talking about organizational change management.
1: Yeah, no, I I completely agree. And I think just to to clear that up a little bit as well, I think that dynamic interactive model is, is not necessarily better than the than the initial feedback loop. I think they both still have a place because I think there are certain situations when time is of the essence and speed is important. And then you really want that simple feedback loop. You want to fly through that decision making process as quickly as possible and and effectiveness will be judged on your speed through the process. That way you can almost get you can get bogged down in too much observation and overthinking it. So I think, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think there's there's it's a series of sprints, rather than you know, a, a big model in that sense.
0: Absolutely. Um, in our last segment, that we talked about um, the importance of having a vision and roadmap, but now we're talking about this framework, which seem which seems to suggest something a little bit different. So, how how would you explain that, and kind of how the the two things uh, can work together?
1: Yeah. So I think. It's a great point. I think you know, it's absolutely right. And so wh- when I'm talking about the decision making process here and, and this feedback loop, I'm talking about the, the dynamics of decision making. So the the everyday stuff. Um, so I think what I mean by that is it's really important to have a vision. It's important to have the, the idea of that project that you want to to fulfill um, in mind. It's it's like I've I've just said about that that series of sprints. I see that as being the the dynamics of 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 decision making and and the idea being you don't want your vision to be something that boxes you in. It's important to have a plan, but I think you also need to to have a certain level of adaptability um, ingrained in the process, um, and that's where that feedback loop comes from. It's it's talking on an everyday level rather than on a on a month by month or year by year basis so i think that's that's the distinction there
0: yeah absolutely completely agree and it sounds like the lesson here is that you absolutely need a roadmap to chart where you're going but those roadmaps don't always factor in the human elements and different team and cultural dynamics so like Even something as simple as working with different personality types that could completely Mm. disrupt your plan. And, you know, it forces you to quickly course correct. So you need to be able to plan for and expect that this is naturally going to happen. Right.
1: Yeah, I think, you you know, agile is is a huge buzzword at the moment. Um, But I think that's what it is. It's it's the the dynamics of the everyday. It's having that agility ingrained in the process. I mean, to a certain in a certain way, you can look at it as a project. So you can look at it as an agile project where the the vision of the digital transformation is the project overall. Um, so that's the project you're trying to achieve. And these individual hypotheses that I was talking about, and these individual decision making processes, they're the little sprints that are ingrained within that project itself. So it's almost like it's a matter of scale here. Um, and I think if you have if you plan those sprints out really far in advance, then then you're restricting yourself. I think, you know, like I said, a certain level of adaptability needs to be involved in the process.
0: Yeah, sure. All right, well, I have one more question to wrap us up today, Ali. So thinking a little bit bigger picture, how critical is all of this to like overall industry success?
1: Yeah, so I think... It, it all goes back down to speed. I think we're in a, we're in a world obsessed with speed now. Um, and I think if you, you know, we've, we've spoken a lot about digital speed and reaching digital speed and, and things like agility. Um, and I think over time, it's going to be that human element that becomes the limiting factor. Um, you know, we, we, we talk about the likes of DevOps. Um, so th- that's been been there to to show us how we how we can create a consolidated, integrated approach to to achieve massive efficiency gains. But at the same time, there are a lot of decisions that are being made within that process, and they're being made by human beings. So if those decisions aren't being made effectively, that's going to hold back the process. Um, So I think as much attention needs to be put on the human side, the decision making side, as as it is, on artificial intelligence, machine learning, and the technological side, um, and I think that's that's ultimately what's going to lead to industry success, because it's you can't apply these technologies effectively if you haven't sorted out the human element, because it's ultimately the human beings that are applying that technology, and I think that's why it's 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 easy to forget, but shouldn't shouldn't be forgotten.
0: For sure. Well, I think that wraps us up for today. So, thanks again for being here today, Ali, and sharing your insight and discussing oh, sure. your uh, OODA loop model, as you call <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> for me, it always helps to have a good outside example of how these concepts can apply to my company. So, um, yeah. thanks again. And if you'd like to learn more about uh, digital transformation and organizational change management, uh, reach out to us at Let's Talk at crossviews.com. Thanks for tuning in today.